Welcome, boils and ghouls, to the good morning toy world. Spooktacular. This year the terror takes hold in many forms. Is it the fear your headphones won't be fully plugged in? And we will talk about off-colored subjects like extreme butthole itch, or how fucking sexy Brendan Fraser is. Will the horror manifest in the sinking sensation that collecting toys is futile? Because in the end, we will all be corpses rotting in the ground. Are you afraid that we will think a specific character in fiction is super uncool? or really lame, and for some reason that hurts your feelings on a personal level. Are the cold fingers of doom slowly wrapping themselves around your neck as you come to terms with selling that one toy a long time ago and now it's worth a lot of money? Or even worse, you care not for the money but just long for that toy? Terror growing as it reaches its ultimate climax when you realize you only went to college to get that good job so you could buy plastic that reminds you of how life was way better when you were an uneducated child, a horrific parallel of the past and the present terror abundant this bucket overflowing so many thoughts and feelings you can't rationalize so you purchase more toys new toys old toys any toy to fill the void where calm and comfort once lived in that tiny house inside your mind and now it's being assaulted by the forces of ghasts and ghouls and all things icky the army of the undead pounding at the door, smashing at the windows and dragging you kicking and screaming into a world beyond. Into good morning toy world. A Halloween spooktacular. Hey, happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? Because that's usually how we start. What is up, boils and ghouls, ghasts and all things icky, ghasts and gerblins and yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, happy, happy, just about Halloween. This will come out a couple days before, it's... but yeah, happy Halloween, y'all. You know that's fine. That counts. Yeah. It's good. Fuck you yeah. can't really. It feels weird doing a Halloween thing after Halloween. You mm-hmm. know, if it's like. Ah, uh, here's our November third Halloween special. Right? Like yeah, that, that would be horseshit. Like, oh. <laughs> that would be absolute. How, how dare we miss our favorite holiday? That would be absolute dog butts. It would. Um, it would. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah, like with Christmas, shit. with Christmas, there's leeway. If you release a Christmas theme themed thing, like a day or two after Christmas, yeah, whatever. But Halloween, it's like no. When it's over, it's, it's over. It's packed up. There's a bunch yeah. of assholes on the corners yeah. with bells trying to take your money for nefarious deeds. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's put this money in a jar and you'll never know where it goes, but you can feel good about what you did. No, no, you can't. When you do know where it goes, you definitely cannot right. feel good. But that's what people are doing, right? They're buying, like, I should feel less bad about my spending because I donated to the, the air quotes poor for the... Yeah. <laughs> in this Hall- ha- or wait, Halloween season? Christmas season? No, too much Christmas talk already. It's Halloween time. Yeah, baby. see? It's, see, it's it's seeping in. That's the true horror. Oh um, my god. Like, a movie where... Hal- well, <laughs> maybe this is just the plot of Nightmare Before Christmas, but like... I think... Where, where Halloween people go to war with Christmas people? That would be a better version of Nightmare Before Christmas. I just... I just bashed my desk. Everything's fine. Yeah, just like <laughs> one where the people of Halloween Town are committing like war, like war crimes <laughs> against Christmas Town people. 
It's like you you tortured him till he'd tell you the location of Santa. It had to be done. <laughs> I am the clown with nipple clamps on and a car battery torture. I don't know. I. <laughs> No, it's good. We should it was, workshop it. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's got some potential. It's like, got some promise. Like the weird like organ and like bass like upright bass band. The the guy who's like nice work, Bone Daddy. He's oh like, yeah, yeah. That guy. Also, I do like how I am the clown with the nipple clamps on. I think that's just. I think you just say the clown. <laughs> it's I just am kind the of expected. Standard clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am yeah, the clown who's clown. good at waterboarding. T-shirt on your face and a gallon of water. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Oh, bamboo under the fingernails, clown. That's the worst. Nice <laughs> bamboo finger splints, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate how clown and daddy were used in the same sentence yeah. there. Anyway, That's, hey, do you got any good. Halloweens? Yeah, I do have some Halloweens. Um, I'll be working that day, so I'm going to wear my uh-huh. my Super 7 creature from the Black Lagoon mask. Unless I forget it. I have this fear that I'll just forget it and not bring it. But I'm going to wear that on the back of my head so I can still do my job and interact with people. Cool, cool. And then come the evening time, I'm going to be a version of Beetlejuice from the unproduced sequel, uh, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. And I'm going to wear my Beetlejuice pants, my black boots, and a Hawaiian shirt and call it a day. Nice. I like it. I like it. At a glance, people might think I'm fucking Ace Ventura Pet Detective, though. I mean... Both are kind of good. Like, uh... I can still watch Beetlejuice. I can't sit through Ace Ventura anymore. Yeah, I guess what? The first one's heinously transphobic and the second one is heinously racist. Yeah, it's... Yeah, if that was the Beetlejuice sequel, it's like, Beetlejuice goes to Africa and says says some shit he can't take back, which is how the fucking sequel to Pet Detective was written. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, man, I, I don't know what's up with it, but, like, I've been having a harder and harder time coming up with Halloween costumes. Yeah? Yeah, it's like... I think I peaked at post-apocalypse Malone. Yeah, maybe. Which was, I think, two years ago. Yeah. Where I grabbed my replica pit boy and uh, one of my coworkers' tattoo eyeliners and mm-hmm. drew a bunch of stupid shit on my face. Yeah. And I was like, post-apocalypse Malone. That's pretty good. Yeah, a couple... Pe- I mean, it was more than that, too. Like, I had the, like, the Mad Max jacket. Mm-hmm. Shit like that as well. I put a, like a, a medium amount of effort into it. Right, Not right. a lot, but like enough. An adequate um, amount. Yeah, but then it's like, I don't know, I'm just drawing a blank. What I should have done, what I should have done was when I was working at the shop all those many moons ago, mm-hmm. there was, uh, like, you know those inflatable T-Rex costumes that, that show up everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did an official Godzilla one. Oh, that's fun. I should have gotten that, and that's what it could have been every year until I die. We're, yeah, I've I've said it a lot, and I've probably said it on the show like a million times. I apologize to the listeners if you're like, I remember that episode because my brain doesn't <laughs> function that way and I can't remember shit. Um, but I always wanted to have like a really good Jason mask. 
And so I could just be Jason every year and just wear like a mechanic jumpsuit and, uh, or like, I guess the jeans and the, the shirt depends. Oh, fair. And then like the mask and call it a day. Like, like a really good prop replica replica that you can just reuse every year and really get your money's worth out it's like why would you spend three hundred dollars on a hockey mask it's like well it's gonna last me for every halloween from now on gonna do good yeah. i you know what i was kind of thinking like i should just go to like mechanics r us buy like a beige set of coveralls mm-hmm. and then just be like a ghostbuster or something nice or put your hair uh, in like a in like a bit of a ponytail and just go as rose from the star wars movies I could, that's, that, I could, yeah, it's like a mustard color yeah, one. double duty on that jumpsuit, baby. Uh, but then I realized that every Ghostbuster cosplayer that I've met has been absolutely insufferable. <laughs> uh, including recently, so I'm like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> um, the other day. Just that level. The of, other day, uh, B from Cherry Bomb and his kid were both dressed up as Ghostbusters, like Dad Ghostbuster and Son Ghostbuster, and it was pretty funny. I, I take it back. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> well, it, it was cute. Every time and I was... joke about something, it's always like, yeah, one of your close friends did that recently. And I'm like, <laughs> No, no. What I, what I will say, though, every other person I've met in a Ghostbusters outfit has been a total penis, so... Yeah, um, yeah. If, if yeah. we're close friends and you're a Ghostbuster, that's cool. Yeah. But if you're a rando and like that's, it's like that's their thing, you know? Anyone who's like, this is my thing and I only do this thing, it's like, okay. That's, that's a red flag right there. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta branch out. You gotta, yeah. gotta like other things too. Yeah, cause you know, everyone who dresses as a Ghostbuster, like, probably were the vocal minority online who were like an all-female ghostbusters <laughs> yeah oh it, it gives that vibe it's like yeah, hey no, hey man yeah. what's your favorite ghostbusters movie and you ask that question honestly and their answer is never which one their favorite one is they just have to tell you what the one they don't like yeah yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i'm just waiting for them to be like now it's getting late. I better get into my admiral costume and and hope that tonight's the night that we get the blost. Oh God, hell yeah! All bad. Yeah, the blost. The blost. Dan Aykroyd getting his cock sucked by a ghost. It's in the original Ghostbusters. You might have forgotten that that was a scene. In it, there, it was from a a cut extended scene. And it, isn't it, it or not? Isn't it in the movie? Like even in the no no that parts that parts in the movie, but it never really like. Oh yeah, explains why he's dressed as an admiral. It's like part of a montage, and he's just like rolls his eyes or whatever. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd's—he's a weird guy. He's a uh, yeah. He thought he was filming a documentary. Uh, anyway, it's true. <laughs> so yeah, Hall- Halloween times. Halloween times. We love we Should love we? our Halloween times. We love our spooky times. Um, I actually put together a bunch of um, like commercials. For the Halloween episode, um, I know it's an audio podcast, so like that doesn't necessarily translate. But I found some really cool things that were just fun and nostalgic, um, and translated really well. So like when I was like picking things to to do this with, I would play them and close my eyes and listen to them with my headphones on and be like, "Oh yeah, that's the stuff." Um, <laughs> so all of them will be auto auto autophilic experiences what is an audiophile um if no one's uh, around someone that's not allowed 
around speakers. Yeah, he's not allowed around high-end stereo equipment because he'll fuck it. Um, they're all very auditory, auditorily pleasing. I can't word right now. They are. Well, how about we cut to how about we cut to commercial? Hi, I'm a Boglin. Me and my buddies want to be your friend, right, guys? Right. right. Call us at one 5464 and hear how we can protect you from ferocious bees and help you teach your grades your math test. Yeah, a new story every day. One call gets you a 3D Boglin hologram like this. Four calls get you a set of six. Trade them with your buddies. And part of your two dollar thirty five cent two minute call goes to Special Olympics. So get your parents' permission and call us at one 5464 Go get the phone! I said get it, not eat it! Now back to our regular programming. Oh, wasn't that satisfying? Wow. Oh, that was some good shit. I, oh my god. I. You know what? You, that, you, you, you said it without even having to say it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that that's a, that's a thing that's going to happen throughout this uh, Halloween experience. So I hope you enjoy uh some nostalgia i hope you i hope you enjoyed the weird fucking intro that i did that was fun yeah i man that intro no lie i think that's like the best intro ever uh not even just for our podcast like period uh it it was it was legitimately scary when you start touching on those things at the end there with like <laughs> ah filling the void with plastic i'm like oh no stop no <laughs> yeah i wanted to do yeah like a like a twilight zone variety show like spooky not quite like vincent price because i wasn't gonna try and do a vincent price or like a boris right. karloff thing i just wanted to do like a spooky voice and yeah, it worked yeah it's, i it's... started writing it and i was like well what's like scary but specifically to a toy person and i'm like oh yes <laughs> confronting the demons <laughs> here, here we go uh yeah so that was that was fun to make it's it's good it's the halloween spectacular, baby yeah you know it, it's all oh, this only comes once a year mm-hmm. the halloweens mm, what is that soda pop oh you drinking some soda i'm drinking um so I'm hooked on these Zevia uh, soda oh, pops. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I've grown to love them in lieu of regular soda pops, uh, and the Zevia Soda Corporation just produced Doctor Zevia, so they made fake oh. fake Doctor Pepper. It's okay. really fucking good. Oh yeah. How close to uh, Doctor Pepper is it? Uh, at this point. I'm sure if I had a real one, my mind would be blown. Like, I would just, like, cum myself through a soft boner and fall down. Um, Jeez, I've I've never had a Dr. Pepper that good. (laughs) Well, I haven't been drinking, like, any sugary things for months now, so that that's why that experience that's why that would transpire in that specific way um fair but as far as i could tell there's no difference but i'm also tainted by the 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 zevia Mm, corrupted by it yeah yeah it's 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 seeped in it's it's a part of me (laughs) i am i am stevia i'm steve my name's steve via stevia nix i'm steve via nice to meet you yeah, I, had a, I had a night coffee so that's gonna Ooh. fucking suck later yeah, you're gonna be all wired yeah. yeah it's cool it's i mean it just means more halloween movies oh nice more spooky movies. what times. uh what spooky movies have you been watching well how about we 
take that opportunity to knock on the door of our old friend VHS Rewind. Hey. Get ready, kids. Hey, kids. Video piracy is a crime. If your cassettes do not have these safeguards of quality, you know what that means. You're viewing a pirated copy. I can't believe we rented this tape. Do not accept it. Demand a genuine cassette from your video store. <laughs> Hey, we did we're, another. We're good at these segues today, aren't we? This is great. We've got like you, at least nine. You more almost went into the bit. toys from the crypt, though, because you're like knocking no. on that door to the crib. No, no, you said you said horror movie. I knew exactly where we're going. Toys from the crypt is on the next block. They've got like the full sized candy bars, right? But these guys are cool because they they give you like a handful. Yes. Like VHS Rewind, they give you a fistful of candy because they're like, we're gonna re- we're gonna retire, ten o'clock, everything. Yeah. Is that is that early or late to stop handing out candy? I think that's about the average time. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that it's it's getting to that point. They're already starting to like right. chuck it in. It's good right, times. Right. Uh, so I watched a couple horror movies over the last little bit. Um, I rewatched The Thing. Oh, I know nice. that was one that you watched again. Re- you watched it fairly recently, right? I watch it like once or twice, twice a year. Okay, I, I cool. haven't watched I feel it. Like we've talked about it. Yeah, I haven't okay. watched it yet this year though. Okay, okay. See, I watched it again because um... they just added it to Netflix in Canada. I saw like a yeah. It's funny. It's funny how poorly the algorithms understand me as a person and then sometimes they just nail it because like i never get notifications from netflix like i'm pretty sure my phone is like set up so it's not even allowed to do it but somehow it was like boop we've just added the thing to netflix and i'm like huh all right i sure did yeah Yeah. um yeah so that i guess we'll, we'll count it as a vhs rewind because it originally was on vhs hell yeah we need to find these excuses anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I also rewatched Aliens. <laughs> oh, shit, cause, yeah. Yeah, because Junior hasn't seen Aliens. I'm not surprised. No, I am. Because he watched Alien. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking, he's like, oh, are you... Because he, uh, he was working on some stuff. He works from home. Um, and I was like, I... I want to watch some Aliens. Watch the the movies that made us about it. And I'm like, it's in my brain. I gotta Mm -hmm. watch it now. So I was firing it up and he's like, oh shit, I haven't seen this one. Do you mind waiting like 20 minutes to finish up this commission? I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, how have you not seen Aliens? So I waited and watched it all together and everything. And it was great because he was like, like basically catching all the beats like just before they were happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, maybe it is. But it's like... It's predictable only because it was parodied so much and so many things took inspiration from it. Right. That, like, you never realize just how much, like, oh, yeah, this was inspired by aliens. Or, like, oh, this was, like, Starcraft was a a main one. Right. Where it's, like, all the fucking dialogue was from aliens. Right, right. Especially if you play Terrans. Right. Well, because so. wasn't StarCraft initially supposed to be a licensed alien game, and then, like, the licensing fell through, and they're like, we're gonna make our own space thing. I thought it was supposed to be a licensed Warhammer game. Oh, maybe that's what went down. I That's what I thought, but yeah. I could be wrong, and I have been known to make things up. That's true. Samesies. But yeah, it, so. it is funny how, like, like 
to a modern audience, a lot of movies probably are just like, oh, this is so lame. And it's like, no, you don't get it. Like, it was the fucking first. Like, that's why... Yeah. That's why the world is the way it is today. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sounds extreme, but, like, I just I just got finished watching Young Frankenstein. And I can... Oh, nice, nice. Like, one of my favorite movies. And I get why, like, someone who is younger, if they watched it, would be, like, bored to tears. Because it's, like, it's not comedy coming at you super fast it's yeah. these like long no one's pooping and right has boners uh, well it's kind of bonerific oh there is a boner scene yeah. that's right um but okay, well, no one's pooping out of their boners right and yeah the the pacing of it it's like it it really takes its time to get mm-hmm. to the punchline and that's really satisfying and even if you've seen it before it's satisfying and i don't know i just it's it's so fucking good but anyways yeah i get Get what you're saying about aliens. Yeah, yeah. So, but that, was, that was cool. That was a fun one to to do. But my main VHS rewind, 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 um, was so everyone gives themselves like a Halloween quest, a Halloween goal. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna watch a horror movie every night, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna watch a new horror movie that I've never seen every weekend, something like that. Mine was, I was going to sit down and watch every single, Hall- like, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror and there, before the end of October. Are there 32 of them? Technically, yeah. Like, did they do one in the first season? Or, like, for every no, season? No, they didn't. Okay. So, the first season didn't have a Halloween episode. Um, but it does have a Crim Cram episode. Yeah. But we're not talking we're about not that talking yet. We're not talking about Crim Cram. That's that's the December challenge is to watch every single Simpsons Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, no, so they started in season two, but I think it was season twenty eight had a pre Halloween special, but it was still a Halloween episode. Okay, so it was it was a real episode. It was like canonical. Like this is this happens to the Simpsons. Take that with as many grains of salt as you need. Um, the, the timeline's fuckity, but it's, uh, it was actually, like, a really good episode. I didn't realize that there's, like, some pretty good, some pretty good stuff in, like, the newer seasons. Oh, yeah? Which is kind of wild. I, I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm a Simpsons purist, but I'm very much, like, a Simpsons nostalgist, if that makes sense. So, I, I mostly kind of stick to, like seasons three to ten eleven knowing that like four to seven was like the golden age right um but like i yeah i i should look up the i should i'm gonna look up the name of this episode because i actually really dug it and um i feel like if anyone Wants to watch just a, a good Simpsons episode that is Halloween-based to watch this one. So, you watched how many Treehouses of Horror so far? Uh, I've watched 31 of them. And then one of the years they did this episode you're talking about, which was just like a normal Halloween-style episode? Yeah, yeah, okay. which was cool. So, uh, in, in this episode, it starts with... Um, they go to check out, like, one of the Spirit Halloween stores right. for just, like, Halloween shit. Because they're like, they're like, we're doing Everscream Terrace every year. We do a really fancy Halloween decorated house. Which is, again, kind of a cool 
shout out to like the the Treehouse of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, so they end up going to the Spirit of Halloween knockoff store run by Apu, and uh, he's got like seasonal workers in there, and they all end up getting a into a big fucking thing because one of them tries to sell Homer something like off the books. Right. Uh, so they get fired and kicked out, and he's just like, "What are you gonna do about it?" So what they do then is there's also like a a crusty land horror nights type thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, Homer and the kids go to that, and Lisa starts to kind of like freak out a little bit because she's getting scared from all the stuff that's going on. Uh, but like basically Homer is like, "These tickets cost a lot of money. Can we?" Just tough it out. Uh, so she gets fucking traumatized. Like, full-blown panic attack. Like, and she reverts to, like, um, like, a, a comfort toy <laughs> that she is to, like, just be like, ah, taily, my taily, I need it to, like, not freak out a bunch. Uh, so she doesn't want to go trick-or-treating, but Bart does. So Marge takes Bart across town to the, like, the place that gives out the full-size candy bars. Nice. Um, so... Like a hal- Lisa, like classic Halloween win is the big-sized candy bar. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. I remember getting those a few years when I was trick and or treating. So, they're split up, and it's Homer with Lisa, and what happens is the seasonal workers show up home invasion style... With, like, Halloween masks on and stuff like that. And they're trying to break in and, like, kill Homer and stuff like that. And, like, they were doing a whole bunch of, like, um, homages to... I think it was The Others? That, like, with the... Yeah, I think it was called The Others. Where it's the, the like, weird family of Home Invader guys. And, like, Panic Room and just stuff like that. So, I'm I'm not describing it very well. But, like, it was just a really well-done episode. Um... That seems uh, weird, though, that they would stray from the path of Treehouse of Horror, because that's so, like, iconic for The Simpsons, right? But here's the best part. The episode after that was was Treehouse of Horror. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. So they gave us two Halloween episodes. In a single season. Um, Those sons of bitches, they did it. Those crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> they were Not only were they able to produce, like, 40 seasons of a TV show... They were able to still do the Halloween episode every year. That's the one. Uh, so yeah, it's season 27, episode 4. The name of it is called Halloween of Horror. Okay. So yeah, I it's on Disney+. Plus. Just I, Yeah, holy shit, that was my recommendation. It was really fucking good. Um, was I a little bit intoxicated? Probably. <laughs> Wait for the for the entire duration of these episodes. So how how did you break it up? Were you watching like a couple of these episodes a night kind of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Like I was trying to do like one to two a night, at most like four. Right, right. So just to kind of, but I and I did start pretty early on in the month. So nice. So besides that one episode that kind of breaks the mold a bit, what's your favorite Treehouse of Horror? Because like. They do, because oh, yeah. they, they do, like, two per episode, right? Like, I wasn't a Simpsons kid, They do so. three. Okay, so there's three yeah, there's short three stories per, per, per treehouse. What's your favorite mm-hmm. short story within the treehouses of terror? Oh, man. I, I kind of want to say I'm, like, a, a 
I really like the first one, which was season two, where they did um, the Raven, which was really a really cool version they did of that. The um, the one where it was uh, where you first meet the aliens, Kang and Kodos, mm. and they're like, ah, are they gonna eat them or is it like a they they do the flip the script thing where it's like, ah, we're gonna eat these humans. Oh no, we were cooking for them. Monsters are humans all along. Oh. You know, that whole bullshit thing but it was funny when the simpsons did it right and um and then yeah i think like yeah just the early the early season ones are were the most memorable but i think only because of like that little piece of nostalgia and like for me the the novelty of it as well right yeah yeah i am and like yeah kind of going i i thought that a bunch of the newer episodes were gonna be like I don't want to say the word cringeworthy, but I definitely thought they weren't going to, like, hold up as much. Right. But they're still pretty good. They're definitely, like, movie parodies, but, like... I was going to say, there was one one segment, I can't remember which season it was, but there was one that, like, legitimately, like, made me go, like, oh, oh, God, gross, yeah. And it was, um, Homer ends up, like, accidentally, like, cutting off his finger when, like, barbecuing. Oh, God. And he was, and it was, like... There was no meat left in the house, so he's like, oh, this smells kind of good. So he basically starts, like, cooking himself and, like, eating chunks of him and stuff. And it got, like, it got real fucking dark. Oh, no. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's weird when that actually disturbed me a bit. To touch on a note that you, you said this a little while back, but there's, like definitely like a timeless quality to the simpsons especially the earlier stuff where it's like like you were saying it's like ooh, is this gonna be cringe but like i think it's those first like those first however many years of the simpsons where it really started Mm -hmm. to take off and like they had like amazing writing staff and it was just like so many of those episodes like even me who's not like a simpsons kids some of those plots are so fucking iconic um yeah yeah, the timelessness of The Simpsons versus, like, you know, if you fire up undergrads, <laughs> Good Charlotte's <laughs> the, the Click is not as timeless oh. as you thought it was. No. Only only the Risk episode is, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, anyway, that I guess that's my rewind was uh, Simpsons, the classic Simpsons and horror episodes. Hell yeah. Because I feel like I did record a bunch of them on VHS when I was a kid. So. Right. Fuck it. That counts. And it counts. Here's. Do you have a Do you have a VHS rewind? Oh shit! Let's roll the intro again. Hey, get ready, kids. Hey, kids. Video piracy is a crime. If your cassettes do not have these safeguards of quality, you know what that means. You're viewing a pirated copy. I can't believe we rented this tape. Do not accept it. Demand a genuine cassette from your video store. <laughs> Um, I was gonna cut to commercial. (laughs) Hi, I'm Dr. Dreadful, and this is the Dr. Dreadful Food Lab. Makes lots of gross things, and then you eat them. Dr. Dreadful's monster skin. Care for a tasty tarantula? Fly? Cockroach? You can make swarms! And now magic powder, stir, and... Monster brains! Mmm, fruity! The Dr. Dreadful Food Lab makes gross things again and again. It's totally dreadful! (laughs) We now return to Good Morning Toil. 
we just cut some commercial. Now we're back. Ooh, hey, that was <laughs> that was chaotic. I love it. Happy some, Halloween. Some chaotic bitches. energy here. Happy Halloween, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I've been watching a ton, a ton of spooky movies. Um, Ooh, yeah, let's hear it. What do you what you got? Well, maybe not necessarily that spooky, but definitely Halloweeny. Um, oh, horrendous burp that I'm not going to edit out of the episode. Okay. Good. Uh, Burps are spooky, like Halloween. Uh, I watched Nightmare Before Christmas, even though it's more a Christmas movie than it is a Halloween movie. It's a November movie. You watch it in the middle. You watch it in the middle. Um, it's definitely more Christmas than it is Halloween, but uh, it was worth watching. And that movie is really, really good. And the songs... Some of them are really, really good, but there are some low points in that movie where you're like, fucking wrap it up, Jack. Like, this oh, is... really? Well, like, I don't know. Like, nothing can really compete with the opening banger of, like, this is Halloween. Yeah, fair, fair. And then it gets followed up with, like, um, what's this? What's this? Which is, like, that one's really good. But then, like, after he gets shot down in his sleigh and he's just like... I'm just a bitch in the graveyard. You're like, oh, fuck <laughs> off, Jack. Just fuck right off. <laughs> but overall, it was a good time. Um, cool, hell yeah. And then uh, I watched Young Frankenstein, and I actually stopped it, paused it up for our recording session, but I'm halfway through uh, Disney's, even though they don't really... They didn't at the time market it as Disney's, but Disney's Hocus Pocus. Uh, oh, yeah. It was just Hocus Pocus back when we were. Yeah. I think they and... released it through Touchstone Pictures. Like anything Disney was afraid was a little bit too spicy for Disney. They would just mm-hmm. release under Touchstone. Um, yeah. Until it made the money. Then they're like, no, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus. Don't even worry about it. Here's Gargoyles. Um, <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you forgot. Um yeah, uh, Hocus Pocus rocks. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. It's a very... Yeah, that's, that's an every year movie, the... like around Halloween. Like, I should probably fire that up, like, on Halloween. Yeah, there's some questionable <laughs> dialogue and scenes with these child actors, but overall, it's a good, fun <laughs> Halloween romp. Um, mm-hmm. Even though the Thora Birch scene with her older brother and the girl he has an interest in, and she's like, my, my older brother loves your yabos. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> adults were on set while this was filmed. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, why are they assessing the, the size of said Yabos? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit much, but it's fun. It's Yabos a clown, right? Yabos a, Yabo's clown. a clown. <laughs> uh, yeah, on set they're like, uh, should we do a quick script change for the scene, guys? And it's like, why? Well, what's the matter? It says here he's supposed uh, the the younger uh, kid is supposed to say to the older girl, um, "You've got crazy mommy milkers." Do you think we should? <laughs> you think we should edit this line because it's a bit? And they're like, "Yeah, let's go with yabos instead." And that's because he, he looked over at the clown on set with the nipple clamps. <laughs> I am yabo. Yeah, why not? I am the clown with the nipple clamps on. Taking pictures of my butt, selling them on the internet. Um, yeah, so Hocus Pocus is a banger. I've been having a great time with, with Halloween-y things, and yeah. I think I talked about it previous, but I watched the original Halloween, which 
<gasps> yeah, which yeah. which still holds up pretty good. It does. It does. A timeless Bones. quality. Again, one of those things where if a modern, if someone were to see it for the first time and they're a little bit younger, they would be like, "This is dumb," and you'd be like, "You don't mm. fucking get it. This movie did these these concepts didn't exist until John mm. Carpenter's Halloween. You don't get it, man." Uh- Man, I didn't... Re- so I watched, again, the movies that made us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an episode about Halloween. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize that there was, like, no blood in that movie. Oh. Come to think of it, I didn't either. Yeah. It's it's definitely more, like, suspense. Yeah. Instead of, like, gore slasher. <laughs> I love that Loomis just fucking unloads and blows him away. And then they, like, peek <laughs> yeah. out the window and he's just gone. And then the second movie's just like, alright, and the next scene. like. Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. That was awesome. Also, Loomis is a trash doctor. Oh my god. Like, all... Well, the actor was drunk off his dick the entire movie, too. Oh, so okay. I'm sure a little bit of that seeped into yeah. the character. <laughs> but, like... The opening dialogue in the film where he's, like, driving in the car with the nurse. I don't know if it's the opening scene, but he's driving in the car with the nurse. And she's, like, asking him questions about the patient, I believe. And he's, like, like, unprovoked, like, has a little bit of a freak out where he's, like, he's a monster. He should be euthanized. The world isn't safe unless he's dead. Or, like, (laughs) maybe I'm, like, rewriting that scene in my mind's eye. But it's so funny. No, no, you're pretty pretty much, that's pretty much it. (laughs) It's just, like... It's just like, hey, uh, like, I hope everything's okay with your patient. He's like, someone should kill him. And you're like, what kind of a fucking doctor are you? Uh, are one you? with the most utmost respect for patient quality yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yikes! What a flick. Oh, that's good. Yeah, watch it. Check it out if you haven't yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't recommend streaming it through. Oh fuck! On I, Shutter. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's on Shutter. I. Uh, I don't. I don't have a Shutter account, so I can't confirm whether or not it's on Shutter. I assume it is because most horror movies are. But it's I, the only way to legally stream it right now. I watched. Well, I. Well, maybe this was illegal and I broke the law. But I watched it through a streaming app you can download just through the regular ass Amazon Fire Stick store thing. Yeah. I already, I think I already deleted the app because it was pure shit. Um, but it was like a Tubi type thing where it's like free TV at the cost of you have to watch an ad. Um, oh, okay. And we were okay. watching it and it played an ad. And we're like, okay, whatever. It's like, this is the price we pay for watching it via like you stream rock time, rock and roll party time streaming app or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was called. And. An ad plays, I'm like, okay. A second ad plays, I'm like, oh, that's a bit much. A third ad plays, and I'm like, oh my god. And then the movie starts again. Then, like, 15 minutes or so go by, and an ad plays, and another ad plays, and another ad plays, and another ad plays. I shit you not, it played nine ads. And then I reset my fire stick, because I'm like, it has to be glitching. And then we we did end up watching it, but, like, there was quite literally, like, seven... points in the movie where it stopped and played between two and five ads yeah it was not the the choice way to watch that film and that's worse don't you just hate it when they just shove ads in in the middle of things for no good reason Ah! 
There's no need to fear the number 13 any longer because Paramount is slashing prices on 13 scary motion picture hits. At only $19.95 each, no one will be able to resist the sharp savings on some of their worst fears. Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me! Everyone's just dying for Jason. And now his latest stab at terror has been slashed to just $19.95. Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Plus, customers can scream again and again with the entire Friday the 13th Never Say Die collection. You are loyal as you did not touch the dial. Hello. I am the clown with the tearaway dick. <laughs> <laughs> I can swap it out for one that's really big. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't it make more sense to say one that's really thick? Nice. Okay, let me try it again here. Okay. <laughs> That people can hear us <laughs> hear us workshopping the clown with the tearaway, the tearaway dick. Okay, I am the clown with the tearaway dick. I could swap it out. I can't even for, for one for one that's super thick. Um, we live in a wonderful time, don't we? Yeah, what's this is this is great. This is quality content for all of. I you. think this is this is literally our best episode in years. Probably. Sorry everyone that's listened to us <laughs> over the last couple last of years. Couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good spooky time. Hey, did you get any toys since the last time we talked? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's all you need to know cool. about. I got some toys uh, too. No, there was a there was a toy show that happened the last uh, just a couple days ago, really. Yeah, hell yeah. Um it was the first toy show in two years, pretty much. Dang. And it was cool. They were responsible. They checked vaccine, everything. Everything's good. Everything was fine. Um, and I ended up grabbing a couple more 90s Joes. Yay. Uh, care of you guys. So thank you again. Uh, I mean, Logan and Cherry Bomb Toys. Uh, but also thank you to the listeners for um, supporting me on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also ended up getting a BotCon exclusive. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it was and it was kind of funny because we were sharing the table with this one dude. Really cool guy. His name was Mike. And he just started busting out so many fucking BotCon and TFCon ex- or uh, Transformers Collector Club exclusive figures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, this is, this is dangerous. This is bad. Uh, I want everything on his table. Um... But there was one that I was like, that's really cool. And I've, I don't remember seeing this guy, but he looks awesome. And it was the Generations or Classics Hound toy that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but in yellow with some flame marks on him. Like, this guy looks familiar. Why is that? Uh, so they called him Turbo Master. Okay. But he's the homage. The character is Scorch. I believe his name is Scorch. Again, I'm great with Transformers names. Everyone knows that. Uh, so I could be wrong, but yeah, he's one of the the Euro slash Canadian Ascend G one type of dudes, but G two for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that toy originally was packed in with the Ravage. Um, so this one was the Shattered Glass. Oh no, not Shattered Glass. It was it was Glit essentially. So the weird alcoholic white and blue ravage okay it might have been the shattered glass before they did that as well it's 
It's all over the place. It's great. I was like, cool, this is going to be like a $40 toy, give or take. I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm stoked. No, 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 no. It's an expensive-ass figure. Uh-oh. It sells for like a few hundred. Oh, damn. Um, But I got it for a screaming deal. Uh, just a bit over a hundo. So that was my, that was like my treat to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is the one. And he also threw in the, um, the G2 color version of um the reveal the shield jazz okay okay which was one that i used to have but i got rid of it years ago doing a purge mm-hmm. so i'm happy to have it back Fuck you. uh yeah those are the only toys i really picked up um but yeah thank you again for sourcing me some more 90s joes yeah no problem some very cool ones in there i'm you, you passed me the firefly as well yeah you were looking for him right that yeah yeah I'm stoked I wasn't expecting him to be in there but thank you, um, it's cool he comes with a weaponized Beyblade right yeah he's got like a a backpack with a rip cord with a green top in it oh I don't even know if it's a backpack I, it's like just a a stationary unit thing <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah it's like a a toddler sized Beyblade that he uses to like murder people I assume yeah. uh, then there's also Banzai. Which, I remember this toy as a kid. Yeah, Banzai rocks. Uh, is it Banzai or Banzai? is... What? Is it with an O or an A? An A. Okay, it's Banzai. It's Banzai. Bon- Banzai, I think, is a, a treat. Right. I could, could be wrong. Yeah, he has real hair. Uh, kind of gross, but I kind of love it. It was one of those fun little uh, little things that they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was the 90s eel. Nice. The the blue and, and highlighter yellow dude. Comes with a shark. The shark is a backpack. Oh, hell yeah. That's fucking yeah. wild. Hell yeah. So, and um, I didn't realize that this toy came with, uh, there's like a weird like pitchfork gun. Yeah. That I know I know came originally with G.I. Joe guys. Probably this guy. Uh, so it's in that highlighter yellow, which is amazing. Yeah, there's. But my first interaction with that, to- that gun itself. Yeah. Um, it was used as one of the weapons for one of the dudes from the Stargate movie. Nice. I love uh, the weird crossover with, with weapons for toy lines. Yeah. Um, so, Joe used this fucking pistol model, or sculpt, okay. that is too fucking big for any G.I. Joe's thumbs. Like, it's a thumb destroyer if you put it in a Joe's hand. Oh, and it's the okay, same yeah. fucking pistol that comes with Bob the fucking goon. No. It's like the exact same sculpt, but like maybe slightly shrunk down, but it doesn't fit in a Joe's hand. And with like weapon crossover, um, I have a rule. So like when I was cleaning up all the Joe stuff and getting it ready, like we have buckets Mm -hmm. of Joe parts and Joe weapons and stuff to go through. And I was pairing all of the weapons with dudes to get them as complete as possible. And my rule for Star Brigade... So if people don't remember, Star Brigade is when they were like, what if G.I. Joe's had really big, unesthetically <laughs> pleasing, like, spacesuits, and we just put tiny yeah. Joe heads on these huge bodies, and they're the worst. Uh, and then someone at G.I. at the Joe company was like, fuck yeah. And so <laughs> they made those, but those guys would come with the same weapon sprues, or similar weapon sprues, to the, like, Ninja Force guys, and, like, Oh, yeah, that's right. So my rule with, air quotes, completing the Star Brigade guys was, you get one weapon. 
So like, <laughs> even though this this fucking heinous version of Duke comes with like a shotgun, a machete, and like three different M16s, like you yeah. get one weapon. I'm putting one SMG in your bag and you're done because there's so much crossover <laughs> with other dudes. I'm like, I'm not going to give you six weapons when I could give those six weapons to like the actual Duke character or like, yeah, you know, you, you got to source out the rest on your own. It's right. If you want to complete the, the Star Brigade guy, well. that's on you, but I'm definitely going to complete the Ninja Force guys as best I can. That's fair. The Ninja Force guys are pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, I had a ton yeah. of fun playing with all that Joe stuff. Um, I picked up picked up some stuff. Yeah, what'd you grab? I've been I've been on a Star Wars kick. Um, I have fantasies of completing the vintage Star Wars run from seventy seven to eighty five, and Ooh. so I picked up a bunch of vintage dudes, and I've actually started to dabble a little bit into nineties dudes. So I don't know when it happened, but somehow I acquired three carded Greedos from yeah that's new to me as well from the 90s uh not vi- <laughs> oh, not okay. vintage ones if i had a vintage one that would be front page news on this podcast i would love to have yeah, a carded greedo like vintage greedo but uh i think you've given me one maybe two I of these power have, of the forest yeah. dudes and i've acquired <laughs> one or two so now i've ended up with four i'm gonna send one to noah actually but i oh, nice. i've been picking up some 90s stuff too not a ton and it's all stuff that i uh i want to open Except when it's not. So I have like a carded Power of the Force Boba Fett with the red card back that I'm keeping just on the wall. Um, I've got two or I've got three uncut cards, which Star Wars trivia nerds might know better than I. But from my understanding, the uncut card was a Canada thing and it was only for the first run of them. So these are from 95, I believe, or maybe it's 96 when Power of the Force starts, but they're red card back and they're uncut. So the border around like Vader's helmet is uncut. It's just this square border. Oh, cool. Uh, Okay. So I've got a Vader, a 3PO and an R2 that are done up like that. And then I got, (laughs) got this R2 to open and it's the greatest R2. I'll just play it for the folks at home. So this R2. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's the That is great. It's the 90s Power of the Force R2, but they kept reusing this for years. So this one is actually from 2006, 2001. I can't remember what it says on the package. Um okay. but I picked the one that still had the working battery. Uh and he comes with oh, does like, he have an LED in his head as well? Oh yeah, he lights up. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that that's all you need. Yeah, he rocks. Um, but I love that they did such a good job with that sculpt in like nineteen ninety whatever that it's like yeah. still in use. Like I don't know when the last <laughs> time they used this sculpt was, but like this is legit the same one I had when I was just a boy. Um, and I'm glad to have That's him so back. Cool. The foot stamp says two thousand and four, so maybe they've done a little oh. updating on it since. Um, okay, but. Uh... They might have just restamped the foot. Yeah, yeah, true. Cause yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot of toy companies don't like um, showing that they the like, truth. <laughs> yeah, here. Unlike GW, gonna... where when I like whipped open my fucking um, uh, was it the Predator tank? And it says like two thousand and one on it. 
There, there, no, there's, yeah, there's one with 2001, a 2006 sprue, and then, like, a 97 sprue. Nice. Yeah, the, uh, I'm like, the Imperial Guards, dude, sorry, I'm just getting up to grab, oh, I'm just breaking oh, everything, shit. I'm just getting up to grab my, my carded R2 to confirm if it's the same sculpt. Um, oh, excellent, okay, good, good. But yeah, the, uh, the Games Workshop sprues for, like, uh, the Cadians, the, the Imperial oh, yeah. Guards, like, those say, like, 1997 on them. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I, I saw that the, the easy-to-build guys still use the slot uh, bases. So, other than a slight modification where they've added... Yeah, okay, the sculpt is the exact same, except with this one, we have the light-up feature, which I don't believe this one has. Oh, okay. So my my power of the force uncut card three p or sorry not three p r two um does not have electronic features but oh, okay. a side by side here it's like pretty much the same sculpt. Right, right. Well, it probably wouldn't be too hard to like slap in those electronics and the button and everything. Yeah. Nice. Man. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Star Wars toys rock. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh man! I'm... Hey, speaking of uh, being being into toys, and, and didn't we just pull into the neighborhood where they gave the full size Snickers bars? What? Cause I heard I heard I heard a witch lose here. What are you doing you right know, now? I'm I'm saying that we're gonna take a trip to toys from the crypt. Oh shit! I didn't write one for this week. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It, don't worry, don't, uh, don't worry, listeners. I didn't do my homework. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god. Well, I mean, those um, no one remembers Power of the Force toys from the nineties. That was the no, yeah. That was uh, uh, no. We shit. Cut to commercial. My pet monster. He's bigger than big. When he fights battles, he always wins. Die! And he's your friend too. He breaks his chains. Put him on you and break away too. Die! With my pet monster, you're busting loose. And scary. And helps people, too. And he's your friend, too. My pet monster plays all day. Tough. Awesome. Looking great. And all your friends will want him for their friend, too. My pet monster has breakaway chains from Amtoy and American Greetings Company. I grow weary of this bit. And we're back. Wow. How did... Hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you guys probably almost <laughs> forgot that I... That Tony teed me up perfectly for a segment I forgot to prepare. That's <laughs> uh, all good. It's yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll. It's all good. It's, it's Halloween. That was the trick. Yeah, that was the trick. We and tricked, now, yeah. now the treat is what? Uh, wow. Yeah, let's let's and let's do that. <laughs> let's yes and this bitch. <laughs> it's called wow. Oh it's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just. Wow! Alright, our wow from last week was best Star Wars character, question mark. We wanted to know, because we asked the controversial uh, question of uh, worst superhero was the last one I think we did, right? Yeah, yeah, so we have to do best. We gotta go positive on this Halloween night. We gotta go positive instead of negative, he said. Uh, Empty Orchestra is starting it with uh, Starkiller. If it counts, I know he's not canon anymore. Was Star... All the good things are no longer canon. Was, so was Starkiller from one of the games, like Force Unleashed, or...? 
Yeah, it was for something. Yeah, okay. one end or two. I yeah, he's got a gif here of homeboy doing like a Jesus move and incinerating a bunch of people around him. So that's pretty sick. Uh, just like regular Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just like regular Jesus, he incinerated everyone around him. Yeah, that's. I mean, it makes sense. That's why we, uh, you know. Yeah, I never played any of the Force nothing. Unleashed games. They looked cool though. Yeah, yeah, they did look pretty fun. Um, I'm I'm not a big Star Wars game guy. I think I got traumatized from the like, the GBA version of um, fucking uh, New Hope. Is it really bad? The game was hard as tits. Yeah, After. I. <laughs> I really uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic Two. Those were like my oh yeah. My two Star Wars games is the Bethesda, not Bethesda, the uh, Obsidian, Fallout New Vegas ones. Yeah, yeah, Obsidian. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I never had a computer that could run them, so yeah, oh, I yeah. got my original Xbox for Christmas one year, and it was oh. the bundle that had uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So I sick. Okay, yeah, really fucking sick. Hmm. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's something I need to 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 do. Yeah, no, out. they're they're wonderful games. Yeah, okay, all right. That's that's my that's my mission for the new year. Play Cooter. <laughs> Nafta, Chopper, but also had a, a gif of Chopper, which is um, he's like a like a like a kit bashed astromech, I think. Like I don't think he's an R two unit, right? But he's also not not an R two unit, right? Right. It's like built up from scraps and, and little bits. And I also realized of... when I started talking about the vintage Star Wars I picked up that I didn't actually tell the listeners who I got. So if, if they're curious... Okay, who'd you get? Um, I, I got... Just, we're mixing up all our segments. We're like, sh- we're shaking the <laughs> Lego still bucket. It's Star Wars related. It's fine. We're shaking the Lego bucket and seeing what pieces come out. <laughs> um, I grabbed uh, all of the space Nazis. So I grabbed... Oh. Um, gray gray jumpsuit guy with uh with weird slopey helmet uh gray jumpsuit guy with weird bucket helmet i think he's one of the drivers for the at18 maybe and then yeah black jumpsuit space nazi control guy um okay and then the not it's the astromech with the red the three red dots i think he's the one that like fucking blows up when he's like at on Tatooine, and they're like, hey, I want that droid, and he, like, moves, like, an ancient dies. Oh, yeah, R4. Yeah, R4. Um, yeah. I think it's R4. It's the other droid I didn't have, because I've got R2. I'm pretty, so. sure, I'm pretty sure it's R4, but again, I'm not good at knowing things. Yeah, and I think that's all the new ones for now in the collection. Cool. Hell oh, yeah, I got the Emperor and uh, TIE Fighter Pilot last time, but I don't know if I talked about that. Oh, you got, like, full-on the Emperor? Yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Sam the Mop is continuing. If you didn't make this list, then you're wrong. And he's got all of the characters um, from Lego Star Wars, but he's highlighted Lego Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah. So if your pick didn't make this list, then you're wrong. So, well, <laughs> that's the best part because I don't even I don't even know if I have an answer for this. Wow, I'm trying to think of it as we're going. That's along. fair. That's fair. Sponge gives us a Jean Luc Picard, which I think is Spock's like grandpa. 
Uh, it's the bald Shatner, I think. Oh, Batner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, my, Star Trek was my brother's thing, Star Wars was my thing, but yeah. I got a Jean-Luc Picard toy at one point, and it was an electronic mm-hmm. talking Jean-Luc Picard, and if you just mashed on the button on his back, he would say some crazy shit. Just be like, give me some tea, give me some tea. <laughs> It was, uh... He drinks tea, right? That's his thing. Let, let me just time travel for a second. Oh, my God. I, my brain is already mixing all of his lines together in my head. Yeah, because you were button mashing. So it was button mashing. It was damage report, engage, captain's log, supplemental. Oh. Okay, and I would mash all three of those as fast as I could, so it was like, <laughs> damage log, blah, 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 blah. That was good. Nice, nice. See, we gave you a real answer, Sponge. I am the clown with attention deficit. Okay. (laughs) Incel Rorschach, (laughs) this is the greatest question ever to be asked on the podcast, yet he doesn't give us his answer. You know, I'm fine with that. That's great. uh, We'll take it. We'll take any compliments we can get. Oh, shit, yeah. Meme, the meme morph says Bosk. We like Bosk. Um, Yeah, who's the Bosk? I grabbed a carded uh, Power of the Force Bosk. Uh, he yeah. rocks. I'm I'm probably gonna open him and just make him a desk toy, but he's really cool. There. I like how he, as a lizard person, still has a better skincare routine than Dengar. <laughs> Vladimir the Batamir K two S O. He's one of he's the one Star Wars figure that he owns. Very cool. I didn't know that you didn't Star Wars. Interesting. I like... But yeah, no, K2's cool. He's fun. Yeah, I like K2SO. He was... Like, I love Rogue One. Like, Rogue One is legitimately one of the Mm -hmm. best Star Wars things they've ever done, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I was... It's weird how they made a war movie out of Star Wars. Yeah, it's in the title. You'd think it'd be more (laughs) obvious. Yeah, but, you know, here we are. Uh, Some dude agrees with Vlad. (laughs) Uh, All hail Sassbot. All hail Sasbot. Uh, Blue is giving us the guy running around with the ice cream maker. Um, oh yeah, dude, Wilro Hood was. It was it was the ship they boarded at the beginning of A New Hope, right? No, it was. Uh, or is it the Hoth base? Escaping Cloud City. Oh, Escaping Cloud City. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a dude that runs by with an ice cream maker. Yeah. And it became so like hilarious such a thing that they like canonized it where they're like that guy's a rebel hero that was like a data bank and he was like nice saving thousands by running by with this ice cream right maker. right yeah i i, uh, I kind of love that about star wars the weird little things that just like make it into lore and become like just part of the story even though they're so minute like um mm-hmm. what's luke's Thing that he would bullseye womp rats the t16 skyhopper yeah yeah and how like that little model he's swooshing around in his room like that's the skyhopper and then they made like a 90s power of the force toy of it and like just how yeah, yeah something as like unassuming as an ice cream maker can just become like part of the star wars universe like even can though it was just, just be a, a whole ass macguffin in a novel right right uh yeah, Wilro Hood, you're the true hero of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Uncle Jason hailed a sass bot, another plus for K2SO. You were taken from us too soon, and now you're sassing Robo Jesus in heaven. <laughs> R.I.P. 
Good in emojis. <laughs> Good one, I like it. Uh, Black Jelly Bean Man, the high ground from episode three, <laughs> because it's the meme that keeps on giving. Or E.T., because he's technically a species in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and the council. The true. Yeah. I think Fucking the high ground from Senator episode three e. is a great choice, because, like, like, I know he's talking about the meme status, but, like, that fight in Star Wars does its best to make up for everything that led to that point. And, like, mm, shout yeah. out shout out to Ewan. Like, his speech to Anakin about, like, like, you were my brother and shit. Like, that acting is, like, one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. And it took, like, three shit movies to, like, get to that point. But it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of worth it. Like... That scene, like, still to this day, like, is a powerful scene to watch. And, like, yeah, I don't know. That is, that is a movie that exists. But, like, you you kind of have to agree, though, that that, like, that whole speech about, like, you know, you were my brother, you were meant to save the people, not kill children, mm-hmm. or whatever he says. Like, I don't know. It's, like, Ewan's killing that scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... The part where Rick Jaw or uh, Rickshaw Jim cuts in with do a flip though right after kind of kills the moment. Right, right, right. It was, it was a bit of a like, uh, do I go first from Poe Dameron type of thing. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, Incel Rorschach <laughs> says Leia. That's a good choice. Nice. That is. Yeah, she was. Yeah, awesome. she rocks. Yeah. I'm not the biggest... Did shit. She got shit done. I'm not the biggest fan, I'm sure you all know this, of Leia's acting in the new films when she's, like, a thousand years old and, like, kept alive, like, via, like, stem cell injections to her fucking eyelids. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she just, like, barely gets her lines out through her, like, rotting face. She wasn't really doing super great during those no, she filmings did, in real life. She did she, literally yeah, her, die while filming that, so Yeah, I cut her cut her a bit of stuff. But yeah, her acting is pretty pretty ass in that. But Leia as a character does rock, that's true. Yeah. Also no shade to Carrie Fisher. You were a legend. I would have liked to see a little bit more of the like her doing Jedi training. Because I know that was like a big thing during the like the books. Yeah. Like the real ones. Um Remember when old as shit Han Solo throws a guy into the mouth of a monster? That was pretty funny. That's fucked up. Can the monster be my favorite Star Wars (laughs) No, no, I already got one for this. Yeah. Uh, Empty Orchestra. Also, Darth... Hey, you already answered. No, you didn't. No, you did. You're the first answer. He's cheating. Let's take this... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, What will give it to you as a Halloween treat? How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Darth Sion, he's basically Jason, if Jason knew how to use the Force. So he's like a... Like Jason Voorhees? Yeah, I think that's what he's implying. Like, he's some sort of... Okay, cool, I'll take it. Darth, Darth, uh, slasher kind of character. Cool. He does look really, um, angry. He does look like a product of, uh, the year 2000's video game character design. Yeah, I mean, no shade... All T. Uh, he, he looks pretty menacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how he's in Morrowind. That's kind of cool. That's kind of fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So that's, uh, yeah, you know, fuck it. You, you like who you like. That's the main thing. You like what you like, and that's important stuff. Hey, who's your favorite Star Wars who's character? your favorite? Oh, oh I get who's to go your first? Star Wars character? Yeah, you get to go first. It's Greedo, baby. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, so I don't know if all the listeners at home know why I really like Greedo and why he's become such an important character to me. Um, yeah, it was like an episode three thing. Yeah, that's like an early days on the like, podcast thing, me trying to explain it. Yeah. Maybe I can do it slightly more eloquently now that um, we've been doing this podcast so long and we're slightly better at public speaking. I love Greedo because Greedo proves this powerful lesson that I think most people don't get to learn and most people are oblivious to. And that's the universe does not give a shit whether or not you live or die and all of this is meaningless so make the most out of what you have because at the end of the day uh we'll all be fucking dead so greedo greedo dies because he fails to act greedo dies through no fault of his own other than sometimes you don't get to shoot at all and these things happen without your knowing so that was a bit convoluted, but the point I'm trying to make is that um, I love Greedo because uh, he represents like every every bad choice you've ever made all at once. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, fuck it. I guess I'll try to get this bounty so I can get some money and do my thing. And he's like, hey, man, I'm taking you to Jabba. And then he just gets fucking goonched and he's dead. And... Is the most realistic character depiction. Right. He is the most realistic character depiction in all of Star Wars, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that makes sense. I'll take it. You, you got a, you've got like a, you have like just one Greedo tattoo, right? Or do you have multiple? I just have the one right now. Okay. I would get another one. I'd get like a Greedo portrait from like Brian Turnbull or something. Shout out to Brian Turnbull, Ooh, nice. friend of the show. Um, amazing tattoo artist. Maybe that'll be my my matching tattoo with you as I get a Greedo somewhere on me. Yeah, uh, I guess for the listeners at home, if you don't know, I have a heart on my thigh with Greedo and a little banner, and there's just like a hole through the heart. Um, (laughs) So yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. What about you, brother man? Rickshaw Jim. Oh, he's a big Rickshaw Rickshaw Jim fan. (laughs) Huge Rickshaw Jim fan. Little known character. Uh, but he's pretty, he's pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna, yeah. Uh, man, I don't, I hate how my basic bitch answer is, like, like I want to say Boba Fett. Do it. But, like, well, I also, I'm like, I just, I just like him outside of the movies. Right. Like, all the books and things that he was in, he was fucking awesome. Well, yeah, because in the movies, he's um, pure shit. He just, like, beefs it into the side of a boat and falls yeah. in a hole. Like, he's... Yeah, exactly. But then again, um, Mandalorian also he got his uh, his like redemption. I, I'll use air quotes when I say redemption. No spoilers. Arc, I need to finish the like... second season still. Well, you know he's in it though, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like the final scene where he shows okay. up and it looks cool. Is it is it too much of a? Oh, he's not in the final scene. Is it too much of a spoiler to say that he fucking rocks dicks off? No, that's not too much of a spoiler. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I also like I like Din as well. The Mando. He's, yeah. he's a fun character. Yeah, we like Mando. I think, like, you know how, um, 
Rogue One was like your favorite Star Wars thing. Right. I think Mandalorian's mine. Mandalorian's getting up there for me. I'm I That's still need to finish so the second good. season. I just finished season one. But like mm. I would say Mando, Rogue One, and then I think New Hope will always just be my favorite just because. Yeah, fair. But they're all creeping up there. This there's some good Star Wars stuff happening. So I I love Empire, but I think I only really love it because there's an ice planet that has mechs. Right. Like um, if if I if I peel away the like peel away everything, it's like it, I think that's the only reason why I love that movie. So like the all around <laughs> favorite character for me is Greedo. Well, who's your all around yeah. favorite character? I'm 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 gonna say Boba. Yeah, yeah I'm go gonna with say Bobas. Boba. Yeah, Bob rocks. Yeah, he's a fun fun boy. He's a cool man. Boba Fett <gasps> also kind of proves my little like Greedo hypothesis that the universe cares not and like. Mm-hmm. Like, life is so uh, fragile because he just beefs it into the side of a boat and falls in a hole, so... Yeah, so- sometimes you get hit by a boat and end up in the forbidden butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe... Okay, maybe that'll be the, the, the matching friendship tattoos. I get the Boba Fett. Oh, that would be Because of Boba Fett for a Greedo. It's a notoriously bad trade. It all comes full circle. Exactly. Sure does. All right. Just like this commercial break. No, no, we're not doing that. All right, our wow. Oh no. <laughs> our wow <laughs> for next week is gonna be best '90s toy. Ooh. That's that's what I'm asking. I like it. That's a great question. Yeah. We're going back to toy related content. Yeah, this is good. Slowly but surely, we will talk about toys again. I'm gonna derail. <laughs> best 90s toy i worded it that way specifically um because there's a lot of like i'm not necessarily asking like best toy line or best like figures like there's a lot of toys that fall into the category of just like 90s toy you know yeah totally so like is someone gonna say pogs is someone gonna say dinky dinos like there's fucking better enough (laughs) there's options uh questions let's answer those are, are we actually out of, like, commercials now? Do you want to do a commercial break? Yeah, fuck it, why not? Once again, foolish friends, Freddy Krueger is on your phone. Dial this number now. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> Dead time stories. All brand new and straight from my boiler room to your home. It's Freddy Krueger on your phone. So dial this number now if you dare. Tell him Freddy sent you. $2 the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. I thought it would be fun, but it's just annoying. All right. <laughs> now that the commercial breaks over, questions? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to have commercials in between the, the two segments. Was that you trying to get another commercial break in here? No, we're doing questions. Questions from the Discord. Some dude asks us, what's your favorite crossover episode? Mine is tied between X-Cops or Martin Mystery Totally Spies. Ooh, I'm not familiar with either of those, but I do have an answer to your question. Uh, yeah, what's X-Cops? I don't and know. Mar- okay, Martin Mystery, those are like the French-Canadian animes, right? I have no idea what any of those words mean. Okay, uh, I've got passing knowledge of those but not enough to, like, Comment. talk about it 
Confident. My favorite crossover. Uh, episode, favorite crossover. And I wrote episode. in uh, emojis underneath it, Sabrina. There oh. is an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where the crossover is. I think that show was on TBS or UPS. I can't or UPN. I can't remember. UPS. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch crossover with Gordon Gano of the Violent Femmes. Oh, so, neat. so I, I think you can find clips of it on YouTube. But, like, okay, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, whatever producer production company owned it, whatever whatever money men owned that show, must have mm-hmm. also had their toes in whatever album the Violent Femmes were doing that year. Because there's an episode where these teen witches and all their friends and all the kids at the high school are, oh my god, I'm so excited about the Violent Femmes playing our school dance. And they talk about it for a whole fucking episode. And, like, Gordon Gano, like, not not to shame the man for his looks, but he looks like a potato that rolled under a couch and got covered in hair. And then, like, someone picked it up and just brushed the hair off a little bit and was like, yeah, good enough. And that's Gordon Gano. So... They're all building up the hype around this show at the at this or the show or their dance or whatever it is where the Violent Femmes are going to play, and they can't wait to see the Violent Femmes. And when Gordon Gano sets foot on stage, the fucking audience claps and cheers and whistles because it was the era of television with laugh tracks. So everyone's yeah. super stoked to see Gordon Gano. It's like the most like amazing fanfare this man has ever seen, and he steps out and like the juxtaposition between the excitement of these like pretend teenagers on a TV show and the real underwhelmingness of seeing Gordon Gano from the violent femmes <laughs> is just so wonderful. And that's it. That's the crossover. It's like, let's get the guy who got famous about the album about trying to bone, but he can't bone. Cause he's a frustrated teenager who doesn't have someone to bone with yet. And let's get that guy on Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> Let's get the teen sexual frustration maestro to come out here and play songs for the kids on fucking Sabrina the Teenage Witch. End of rant, sorry. Uh, the uh, 90s X-Men and 90s Spider-Man cartoon was pretty cool. Uncle Jason. <laughs> Uncle Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your answer? That is actually, yeah. Uh, Uncle Jason is saying, thoughts on the official posters for the new Batman movie. I think they look great. I like the one where our homeboy's holding up the sign, and you could definitely Photoshop it to say a bunch of different stuff. Uh, to Palmon? Like, from Digimon? Oh, it's all, is that our... No, it says, to the Batman. Oh, to the Batman. <laughs> I was yeah. like, did somebody yeah, already Zodiac meme killer. it? Probably. Cool. Um, they're, they're very red. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the sort of aesthetic they're going for, the blacks and the reds. I, I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're just really not beating around the bush with Riddler being the Zodiac Killer. Hmm. Cool. Right. Uh, it'll be neat when they show Ted Cruz under that mask, I guess. Vlad, Vlad Bad. Are you guys excited at all for the Dune movie? Have you seen Jordowski's Dune or the David Lynch version? Did... Did Jordowski actually get to do Dune? I thought it was... Oh, no. Like, the The name of that documentary is called uh, Jodorowsky's oh, Dune. Oh, Jodorowsky's Dune, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the documentary in full. I've seen bits and pieces of right. it. 
Um, but it sounds fucking insane. Uh, so that would have been fun. Yeah. I've, I've seen the documentary and was like, whoa, that's wild. Um, and I saw the David Lynch Dune when I was a kid, but I was at the age where I was like, this is a Star Wars. And then I saw it and I was like, that wasn't a Star Wars. And that was not a Star Wars at all. So Dune isn't one of those things that has a lot of nostalgia for me or like drive. And I think I tried to read the book in high school and it was too dry for me and I just gave up. Yeah. Um, I'm not opposed... Weird how the desert to, space story uh, is there you go. I'm not opposed <laughs> to Dune in general, but I'm not, like, eager yeah. to see it. But I'll see it eventually. Yeah, the, like... I don't know. It's, it just seems like such a thick world mm. universe with so much shit that happens that it's, like, it'd be kind of cool to, like, check it out. But, yeah, it's had the same problem. Like, the novel was so dry. Right. And then it's also, like, there's, like, 25 more Dune books after that. And it's, like, I don't know, dude. Uh, And then, yeah, the David Lynch one, like, I think, yeah, watching it when I was too young to appreciate David Lynch was the main problem. Right. But it was just kind of like, oh, it's the Twin Peaks guy and Sand. Okay. Whatever. Uh, But, yeah, apparently the new one, they split it into two parts, so... That's cool. Hopefully it gives it, like, a bit of a room to breathe. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out eventually, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a hard time running to theaters to watch stuff that I'm, like, fully invested right, in as right, well. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, ring me up when Frozen 3 hits theaters. I'll be there opening night. <laughs> Black Jellybean Men, have y'all seen the Lego typewriter or the Adidas sneaker? I don't collect <laughs> Lego, so I don't get it. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that logo? Uh, I love Lego. I don't currently collect it or purchase it or do much building. I will always love Lego. Uh, sets like these aren't for me. Um, they're, they're kind of dumb. Like, I just, I don't really, (laughs) I mean, I get it. It's like, those sets are for someone who likes the idea of building a model kit and building a sculpture, but, like, for me with Lego, I'm like, build a city full of dudes or build a fucking spaceship. So, like, a sneaker yeah. doesn't do anything for me. But I think they're trying to branch out. Because I've been ad-targeted for both these sets. I think with the Adidas sneaker, they're trying to appeal to, like, um, like hype culture brainless fucks who like Supreme clothing and things like that. Like, they're trying to get the, yeah, like, hype yeah. beastie apologies if you like supreme sorry nikki um but they're trying to like appeal to like that sort of like person i think and so they're like oh if we can sell this person a a lego sneaker to sculpt they might learn more about lego and start treating lego like a hype beast and maybe they'll start collecting those sets maybe i'm thinking too much into it and then the typewriter they're like oh let's add target people who buy a lot of books and probably have mugs with cats on them and let's get that like book nerd person to buy a lego set for the first time i think these sets are designed as gateway sets for people who don't necessarily do lego uh yeah you know what i think you kind of nailed it there with those i i don't know man it's i I was very much like i'm gonna build a space thing or a robot or whatever Mm, as a kid yeah and i'm like I'm more intrigued with, like, the space things or the robot things that they come out with now. Typewriter's like, all right, cool. Old tech. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uncle Jason, what's the next big toy purchase you want to make in the near future that you're hyped about right now? Oh, toy purchases that I'm hyped about. Um, uh, I've entered some like... Are you planning toy purchases? That's a unique concept. I, I've entered some like uh, Sofubi lotteries that I'm excited for that hopefully I win, but also the like paradoxical I hope I don't win because I'm broke. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What else? Um, mainly just like excited to be working on the vintage Star Wars collection and some of those. Mm-hmm. Hope like hopefully for me, most of these purchases won't be too spicy. But I'm sure there's a few figures that are more chase and harder to find that I'll end up shelling like thirty to fifty bucks for. Like I'm sure there's some that'll yeah. just be hard to find. So that's kind of bigger. But yeah, just kind of chiseling away at that really. That very specific Jawa that you're going to have to get that's like 10 grand. <laughs> no, my rule for collecting is <laughs> I care not about uh, capes or weapons or accessories. Um, oh, and good. variants don't matter. So I just want one of each character. Cool. That works for me. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's anything like big, big that I'm like, ah, I'm getting this. Um, it's been a bunch of little things like... Uh, I guess, uh, I don't know. I I really don't have anything for this. <laughs> I don't have any big. Do you have like any anime booby statues on the horizon? Oh no! I, I cut myself off for anime booby girls. That's smart. That's smart. Um, but yeah, I, there's a the Hasbro Pulse Shatterglass Megatron that's gonna be mm. shipping at some point. Uh, hopefully. Oh my my shattered glass gold bug came in. And the the great folks at FedEx decided to uh, stomp on the box first, I assume. So uh, hopefully they're not going to extort for more money afterwards because I will make whoever's on the other end of that phone cry. Black Jellybean Man, uh, I highly enjoyed the Babysitter episode. Since there's a sequel, are we going to get a Babysitter podcast too? Oh, Oh, that's an incredibly... Have you seen the sequel yet? That is an incredibly... kind thing to say because we did that episode just genuinely excited about that movie and we're like what if we just did a movie themed episode and we were like fuck it and we did yeah um and that's a deep cut that was from like a few years ago now yeah that's a deep cut i'm like i'm like should i go back and listen to it i wonder how like cohesive it is like i wonder if we did a good Uh, job probably a little bit cohesive at least um i would say it's not out of the question but i hadn't thought of it yeah Yeah, same. I mean, uh, you have seen the sequel, though, right? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, shit. It's 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 good. It's good. Yeah, we should totally do it. It'd be fun. Just do a double feature, like watch the first one and then immediately watch the second one and then immediately record a podcast? I mean, I, I guess so, but we could just do the second one. Yeah, that's true. First one is really good, but, like, yeah. I've, I've also seen that one a few times now, too. Oh, okay. It's, it's like... It's like, it's still in there pretty fresh. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's not out of the question, Mr. Jellybean Minson. Not out of the question at all. Nope. Some dude, what's a transforming figure that made you rage quit? Like all of them, I I don't, I don't enjoy transforming Transformers. <laughs> I like them in robot mode. They're okay in vehicle mode, but once they're in robot mode, they stay that way forever for me. Fair. Uh... Uh, earliest one was Alternator's Grimlock. 
Mm. That toy fucking sucked. Uh, nothing worked properly. I felt like you had to like bend pieces of the plastic to like make clear. Not it just it was dog shit. It was a real like fuck. Going back and like enjoying some alternators. There's some that are like pretty great, and there's some that are fucking terrible. And the Grimlock one is probably one of the fucking worst. Damn. Uh, which sucks because Grimlock's cool, and I think it was also Wheeljack that they used, but like. Yeah, he could not hold together. You could not transform him back to car mode. Mm. Uh, and the only other one that I'm like, I know I will rage quit, so I haven't even bothered, was uh, the newest Megatron. Right. Like, the gun Megatron. MP44, was it? Sounds about right. Something like that. I mean, you guys will correct me if I'm wrong. It always happens. Uh, but yeah, gun Megatron, when I opened him up and he was in robot mode, I'm like, cool, I don't have to break this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Empty orchestra. Do you have a certain thing that you guys enjoy way more when you're high? <laughs> Incriminating, I see. For me, it's music. It becomes like a spiritual thing, and I notice a few new things from songs I've heard a billion times before. Why do you think there's a lack of Star Wars fighting game? Oh, there's two two answers. Um, uh, being high and asking questions on a podcast Discord is my favorite. No, uh, uh, you don't. You don't. Uh, yeah casually enjoy THC yeah i don't smoke weed guys i don't know if that makes me boring or lame i've done like every other drug ever but yeah you've done like um, scary shit but you're like ah weeds i don't i don't smoke weed um i don't know when you describing your like listening to music spiritual thing like that's cool Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that uh when i was coming down from acid i used to listen to t-rex a lot and just do the same thing where i would like vampire out i would just put on my headphones and listen to like electric warrior or the slider or like some older tyrannosaurus rex or some shit i put my headphones on and i'd go into my vampire pose and i would just like wait to no longer be high or fall asleep um which was nice but yeah that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I'm going with. Or if you're on, like, fucking MDMA, touching stuff is cool. <laughs> like something. <laughs> or just rubbing, just like rubbing, you know, like a tabletop or fiddling with the fabric of your pockets. I don't know. The tactile feel of things feels good when you're... See, now that that's the time to start playing with some Transformers. This is get super blasted on Ecstasy or MDMA and transform a Transformer and be like, I love this Transformer. Giving Starscream little kisses. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of fun. A little Starstrack. Starscrack. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, my... So I, I don't do anything other than weed, I guess. Still feels weird. We're in Canada. We're in BC. It's very, very legal. You can get a guy delivering it to you in like 15 minutes. It's pretty great. Uh, For me, my thing is I will have a 30 to 50 milligram edible. And as that kicks in, I will throw on some classic Simpsons. Hell yeah. That's been... That that is kind of the reason why I'm like, I'm going to do the Halloween ones. Because this is... And there's a pretty good chance I'm going to have one of those 30 milligram strawberries after this episode. Hell yeah. And probably watch Rocky Horror, because that makes sense. Nice. Um, Actually, that sounds like a great fucking night. I think I'm doing that. That used to be a Halloween (laughs) Halloween tradition of mine, is seeing that live every year, but the production company's not doing it this year. 
Uh, oh, he also asked us, um, why do you think there's a lack of Star Wars fighting games? Uh, I think they are hesitant to make something violent like a Mortal Kombat. Like, I know there's, like, yeah. death and dying and fighting in Star Wars, but, like, I think if you're thinking, like, a Street Fighter, like, Mortal Kombat-style 1v1 fighting game, I think, like, for them they that's too edgy for star wars yeah they could do it though but i think it would be like trying to do like force stuff might be hard i I think i don't know i think another thing is maybe like maybe we're overthinking it maybe it's like yeah they just don't want to but like yeah i think probably that's the answer i think they also probably don't like the idea of putting their characters head to head and being like oh is this character better than this character oh yeah because they're making their own ips like bump heads um because was it um soul caliber that had star wars characters i was gonna say that but you never got to fight those characters against each other because like the playstation had vader the xbox had yoda the gamecube had someone else like they switched it all up right yeah yeah that's right that's right so yeah i think it's just like it's slightly too edgy for disney and star wars yeah that's probably probably that's probably the real thing that or they just don't give enough of a shit yeah Black jelly bean uh, man. Like Scrotum's razor. You know the most obvious answer is the is the real the accurate. Is one. the the most obvious answer is the one that's not a clone. So shoot the other one. Um, <laughs> Black jelly bean man. Why did all these Funko Pop collectors? I'm saying it the way I think he's saying it. Why did all these Fair. Funko Pop collectors start collecting slash pack opening Pokemon car? I'm reading it like I'm in Pokemon. Uh, that was uh, was it Jake or Logan Paul that started that? Yeah, one of the waste of human sentience, waste of flesh, Paul brothers. Um, yeah, decided instead of just ruining um, everything about YouTube, they would ruin Pokemon too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great for me for that like couple year span, right. just getting rid of like like trade bait that I wasn't going to trade away. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the whole pack opening thing has gotten a bit crazy. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, like no one can get like shit right now, which sucks. Cause there's like the newest set that's come out, Celebrations, it's the 25th anniversary set. Yeah. And, uh, there's some really cool cards in that, that series, but like, it's pretty fucking tough to come by it. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I heard that they are also, like, printing a lot of it because they know it's the 25th anniversary set. And Pokemon actually kind of, they like money. Right. So they're totally okay to, like, print out more and more so they get the money instead of, like, the scalpers. Right. So already we're kind of noticing, at least here, uh, a bit of a downswing where, like, in the first week people were, like, charging triple, if not more, for the product and now it's like kind of regulating out mm-hmm. um i mean there's there's a few cards that are really cool from it but like yeah i just i kind of want the shinies i want the gold star greninja which is like the etb promo and i think there's a few people that are selling them like for a few bucks each because they just like bought a fuckload and they're like i don't know what to do with these cards so i think with that said i'm probably just gonna like buy individually for the ones that I want for my personal collection instead of like mm-hmm. 
trying to chase the hype as well. Yeah. Yeah. It would be kind of fun to crack some packs, though. It's been quite some time. Been a hot minute. Yeah, but I've uh, I've been trading in my my cardboard for plastic, so. Like you do, like you that's, do, baby. That's where I am now. Vladbad, what's a video game soundtrack you still go back to and listen to regularly? Silent Hill Three. Uh, Fable. Um, I find oh. when I when I do Dungeons and Dragons, although it's been a while. Um, Mm-hmm. When I DM, I usually have my laptop open playing music, and Fable is good to like have for like in town music. Oh, nice! So nice. I usually yeah, make sense. a playlist that's like town music, and I'll just click over to the Fable soundtrack and just like press play, basically. Nice. Yeah, for for me, it's definitely Silent Hill three, especially for the Mary Elizabeth McGuinn songs or McGlynn. Um, but, like, for just spooky, atmospheric, like, horror music, it's pretty much, take your pick. Nice. Sound Hill 2 had a really good soundtrack as well. And 1. And 4. Yeah, Sound Hill, in general. That's, that's, like, my favorite. Oh, okay. But, oh, man. I want to say Chrono Cross again. (laughs) Like... No, I think, like, that's the first time, like, I don't know if I talked about it before, but, like, I went and saw video games live. Right. Um, and they, like, closed out with, like, an actual fucking orchestra playing, uh, Time Scar from Chrono Cross, which is, like, the, the opening song. Yeah. And I, like, I legitimately teared up. I love that you had a transcendent experience with video games live. But I don't know if any, like, I don't know if there's any force on this planet that would get me to go see video games live. That's, it was a one and done for right. me. Like, it was, it was like a curiosity more than anything. Like, if somebody phoned but, and we're like, we have your family and we're going to murder them if you don't go tonight, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it was also the year that they had the, like, the Pokemon guy. Like, the dude that sung the original Pokemon theme song. Right. So that was kind of like a big deal as well. That's kind of like, cool. all right. All right, I'm warming up to it. That. But but at the same time, fucking, I can't remember his name, but like the dude that puts it on, it was like a total like wank fest. <laughs> it, was like, it was just a man masturbating on stage for like two hours. Sam the Mop, if Kirby swallowed you, what ability would he gain? He would gain my cynicism and disinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he would gain intrusive thoughts. Hmm. Hmm. And making jokes that, um, make your friends very concerned for your health and safety. If you need reference, see the intro to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Jason, what's your favorite urban myth? Should Halloween decorations be more aimed towards urban myths like a house decked out with Slender Man or the Mothman decorations? Or rather, Mothman decorations. Okay, okay. I, I guess cryptids are are urban legends. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... We, I don't know. Do we even have any urban myths in for Vancouver? I know we have like... We have our, like, ghost stories and things like that. Well, like, like, that that book, Started the Satanic Panic, was written in Victoria. 
Oh, really? Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's cool. like that girl's memoirs or whatever. And uh, she was from Victoria, and it was about a therapist in Victoria and her. And, like, she wrote this book that's all lies. Like, it's come out that none of it was oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, about this satanic cult trying to, like, make her Satan's bride or something. And it's what spawned... That does sound like Victoria. Yeah, it's what spawned the satanic panic in the 70s. And it was like, yeah, anyways... Huh. Well then. Uh, it'd be kind of a cool switch up. Uh, but like, I don't know, I kind of like the classic like ghost ghouls, skeletons on the front porch type thing. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with evolving it to sort of meet these modern myths and legends. And I'm sure Slenderman makes an appearance in a lot of people's like yard displays and stuff. Probably did during the hype as well, um, now that I think about it. But yeah, no, I feel like Halloween decorations should follow the heart of whomst ever is assembling them. Yeah. Just make it spooky. Make it spook spook. Make it spooky. Uh, but yeah, a, moth, a giant mothman would be fucking cool to see on someone's house. Show me a bridge, I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> Nafta. Which cryptid would make a great Kotobukuya Bishoujo statue? Uh, the world is ready for a moth lady. A moth ma'am. A moth ma'am. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sasquatch. <laughs> Just a big... Yeah, like a sexy Sasquatch? Big sexy Sasquatch. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It, they wouldn't even need to, like, rule 36 it. they just do, like, a full, like, like a dude hairy Sasquatch with, like, the Bishoujo line. Yeah. <laughs> Pouty lips, anime eyes. Love it. Full. Uh, okay. Fully agree with Mothman, mm-hmm. or Mothmam, mm-hmm. as I coined her. Uh, I think what I personally would love to see is Flatwoods. Like, sexy anime girl Flatwoods monster. Cool. <laughs> I feel like it would translate really well, because you can get a little bit of, like, the alien stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Do, like, the mm-hmm. cool tech-type thing with, like... The cowl. I just. I think it would be fun. I think that'd be like my 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 number one for that. Hell yeah! But like a Fresno Nightcrawler, sexy anime girl would be really funny too. Cool. Just pants that are doing the ahago face. No, I take it. I take it back. I was supportive. Someone draw that. Someone draw I was that. Supportive for me. Not up until a point, but either. now I'm out. No, no. Now you're back in. You're double in. Black jelly bean man. Pepper and Tony, if y'all were in a I'm horror Tony. movie, who would be the final girl and who would secretly be the killer the whole time? Uh, Logan would definitely be the final girl and I would totally be the serial killer. Oh, I was, think- but, I was thinking the opposite, but I like where you're going. No, but see, it would be, it would make sense. Like, it would imply that you are the one doing the killing. Right. Because you do the whole, like, the whole, like, I'm a fucking kill this motherfucker type thing. Mm. Um, but secretly, it's me doing the killing. Right. Because I'm the one who's, I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> All I right. I the stabs. But I'll, it'll be like, I'll disassociate, like, oh, I never did that. I don't, oh, oh. Yeah, so I'm. Stabby boy fugue state. I'm. Nev Campbell, and you're the guy who played Shaggy, and also yeah, the guy yeah. who looked like River Phoenix. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Right. That's kind. Of, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Nice. And I'd be like, I'm doing this for you because you love horror movies. 
that's the whole crux of it all. It's like, what? You said you liked scary movies. I'm just trying to be a pal. I was trying to be your bro. And then I was like, you were supposed to destroy them. Be the chosen one. (laughs) Cut to rickshaw, Jim. Do a flip. Uh. (laughs) In Cell Rorschach, Noah is going to finish this spooky questions for the podcast off with, who is the most spooky out of the vintage Star Wars figure line? Oh, shit. Bib Fortuna. Ooh, that's a good answer. He is quite spooky. He is a fucking nightmare gained sentience. Uh, yeah, Bib Fortuna is quite spooky, and I agree with you. But I'm going to go with the Emperor, because he's just classic spooky vibes. Oh, uh, okay. I You know, I didn't even think Bib Fortuna was a Twi'lek. Because, like, lady Twi'leks are really hot, and then, like, dude Twi'leks Yeah, and then creepy. you get this fucking... Silly putty with razor blade shark teeth. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck. I think those are both solid answers. I, You know, I'll take it. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good, yeah. Well, I think that just about does it for our Halloween episode. Holy fuck, this is going to be a really long episode. Um, I hope you guys had a good Halloween spooky time. Tony, did you have a good Halloween spooky time? I sure did. I... Played a bunch of tricks, had a lot of treats. I cut to commercial way more times than I said I was going to. Hell yeah. Uh, and I don't even know how we're going to... We're not even going to end this in a normal way, I think. I think... No, we're, we're not? I think I'm just going to say Happy Halloween. Oh, fuck yeah. Happy Halloween to you as well. Yeah, Happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks. Ha- Thanks for coming Happy Halloween. Roll commercial. No more commercials, just Happy Halloween. Oh, Fuck, fine. Happy Halloween. (laughs) It's just disgruntled happy Halloween. Have a bad Halloween. I hope your Halloween fucking sucks. We don't hope that. Happy Halloween. Bye, guys. No, no, no. For real. Happy Halloween. It's a good one. It's going to be great. Unpleasant dreams, boils and ghouls. We thank you for your unwilling participation in the Halloween spooktacular.